0: The Art Curious podcast is sponsored by Anchorlight. For more information about their programs and residencies, please visit anchorlightraleigh.com. Hi there, art curious people. Welcome back to the Art Curious podcast, where we explore the unexpected, slightly odd, and the strangely wonderful in art history. If you've listened to us this season, then you'll know that this one is a little bit different because instead of our usual spate of episodes, I am taking a little time off to research a new book. So I'm sharing some slightly zhuzhed up renditions of eight of my favorite segments from my audio course, Breaking Barriers, Women Artists of Renaissance Europe. This is a 21-day course, meaning that you essentially get a mini episode of Art Curious every day for three weeks straight. And this is a great holiday present, y'all. It's for sale right now for less than $30, and you will get to learn every day about a new Renaissance painter, sculptor, miniature maker, and more. And this course will lead you through lives of these groundbreaking women and talk about how they made their marks on art history. Again, it's all about learning for fun. So no tests, no quizzes, no papers, just fun content. Register today for the course and start learning at avid.fm slash Jennifer. In the meantime, please enjoy one of my favorite snippets from Breaking Barriers about an artist named Lavina Tierlink who takes us on back to Elizabethan England. In our Breaking Barriers segment on the English manuscript artist and calligrapher, Esther Inglis, I briefly discussed the various art forms and techniques that were considered suitable for Renaissance women, things like pastels and manuscript illumination. Another really popular art form that was seen as especially appropriate for women to create was the miniature, a teeny tiny portrait, usually done in watercolor or gouache, which is a type of opaque watercolor though some miniatures were also done in enamel as well. Miniatures were super popular in the 16th century in France and England, and their popularity then spread throughout the rest of Europe. Part of the expansion of their popularity is linked to their usage. They were often provided as gifts or mementos for loved ones, kind of like photos now, a way to showcase the appearance of a loved one, this little handheld image that you could show off to your friends and your family. Being so small and portable, the miniature was also adopted early on by those with a diplomatic bent as a way to showcase unity and partnership across kingdoms, or as a manner of courting potential mates. And in England during the Tudor period, practically no one was better at miniatures than Lavina Tierlink. Lavina Tierlink, nay, Lavina Benning, was born in Bruges, the fairy tale like canal town now part of modern day Belgium. She was probably born around 1510, though the exact date, let alone the exact year, is actually unknown. But what we do know is that she was one of the five daughters of a miniaturist father, so creating these little treasures was obviously in her blood. She was also related to the Flemish master Hugo van der Goes, so again, Art seems to be metaphorically embedded into her DNA. We don't know a ton of information about Lavinia's childhood, but we do know that with a family with only daughters and with Lavinia as the eldest, it's probable that her father taught her to paint because he simply needed someone else to assist him with the family business. So in this way, she is similar to Lavinia Fontana, another artist from a non-aristocratic family who needed the assistance of a talented daughter to make ends meet. And just as with so many of the other women we've discussed in Breaking Barriers so far, it obviously paid off. Because Lavina Tierlink became a sought-after miniaturist in her own right, reaching even the highest echelons of Renaissance Europe. We touched on miniatures briefly in our class on Esther Inglis, but now it's time for them to come into the limelight. In brief, miniatures are exactly what they sound like. They are those teeny works of art, mostly portraits, but not entirely that were meant to fit in the palm of your hand or to be carried in a pocket. So think for a moment about lockets, those necklaces with those little opening clasps where you can insert an itty-bitty little photo of a loved one. This was the Renaissance equivalent of that, and they were also used similarly, as little reminders of your favorite dreamboat, for example. And they were also used, as I mentioned with Esther Inglis's manuscripts, for diplomatic purposes too, to highlight the connections between households and courts throughout Europe, but especially in France and England. And it was in England where Lavina would soon relocate. We will return to more of this great story after a quick commercial break. Stick with me. you're anything like me, you have tons of photos on your phone that you'd love to display or pictures from vacations that would make beautiful artwork or gifts. But taking the time to print and frame and just hang them seems overwhelming and time-consuming. But I've got a great solution for you. With canvasprints.com, you can easily turn your photos into beautiful prints perfect for every room of your home or office and anyone on your gift list. CanvasPrints.com offers the highest quality canvas prints at affordable prices, and it is so easy to use. Just upload your image, choose your canvas size, and check out. You can even add a floating frame, as I did to my print, for a beautiful finishing touch. The only limit is truly your imagination. And if you're not into canvas, no worries, because canvasprints.com also offers metal prints, poster prints, photo tiles, photo gifts, and so much more. I am especially looking forward to making my own Christmas ornaments this year for my family and ordering some new Art Curious stickers, both of which are coming to canvasprints.com very soon. Right now, canvasprints.com has a special offer just for our listeners. Go to their website canvasprints.com and use code ArtCurious25 to get 25% off your entire order of canvas prints, canvas wall displays, metal prints, photo tiles, photo blankets, pillows, and so much more. So, why not start and finish your holiday shopping early with this amazing offer? That's canvasprints.com and use promo code ArtCurious25 for 25% off your entire order. The Barnes is home to one of the world's great art collections and has been a leader in education for 100 years. Online art history classes are taught by an expert group of international art historians, curators, conservators, and practicing artists and cover a diverse range of topics spanning history and cultures. New topics and classes are enrolling monthly. You can focus in on Matisse in the 1930s, learn to see music while hearing art, or get up close to Modigliani with a team of curators and conservators who have shed new light on his works, and so much more. No art background is required, and you can increase your art knowledge while also strengthening your ability to look closely and think critically. For a limited time, get 10% off your first Barnes class when you visit barnesfoundation.org newstudent new student. The Barnes. Feed your mind. Welcome back to Art Curious. When she was in her mid-20s or early 30s, and not too long after she married her husband, George Tierlink, she received an invitation to join the court of none other than the King of England, Henry VIII the charming, lusty, and tyrannical monarch of the Tudor period. Henry needed a new painter around the royal court because his previous artist, Hans Holbein the Younger, had passed away a couple of years prior. So upon learning of Lavina Tierlink's skills, he formally invited her to join his court as an official painter. And according to historian Roy Strong, author of Artists of the Tudor Court, Documents survive that indicate that Tierlink was paid a yearly salary of 40 pounds from 1546 when she began her tenure all the way up to her death in 1576. The Bank of England's website, by the way, has this fantastic inflation calculator that showcases the equivalency of the British pound in today's funds going all the way back to the year 1209, which is an amazing tool and one that is truly fun to play around with. And so get this. 40 pounds in 1545 was the equivalent to about 35,000 pounds today, or about $40,000 according to the exchange rate on the day that I am recording this. Given surviving documentation, a highly successful Elizabethan merchant could make anywhere from 100 pounds to 25,000 pounds per year in today's cash. So this puts Lavinia in the highest of highest earners for her time. That is amazing. And what's more, her salary, officially granted by the king, was even larger than the salary he paid to Hans Holbein, her predecessor. In short, this was a pretty sweet deal. For 30 years, Lavinia Tierlink was funded in this manner as a royal portraitist, but she only worked directly with and for Henry VIII for little more than a year before he died in 1547. But she carried on as an official miniaturist through the tenures of three monarchs of the turbulent Tudor period, first beginning with Henry's successor, Edward VI, and then on to Mary Tudor and, finally, to Queen Elizabeth I, whose reign began in 1558. As one of the few women artists who was allowed access to the female members of the royal household, Lavina Tierlink seems to have been especially popular as a choice for women in particular which is why Tierlink's name is often attributed to so many wonderful images, like one of my favorites, her dual portrait of Lady Catherine Gray and her infant son, which some art historians call a history-making image, as it is believed to be one of the earliest surviving secular, meaning not religious, images of a mother and her son. Tierlink painted so well that even her own successor to the English court, an artist named Nicholas Hilliard, once remarked that he had believed that her miniatures had been painted by a man, not a woman. That phrase feels derogatory to us today, but that was not how Hilliard meant it. He meant it as the greatest of compliments. Praise for a woman whose works were so good that to find that they were done by a female artist was almost unheard of at that point. That's how esteemed her work was. Not that it is easy to know for sure what works were actually completed by Lavina Tierlink, because, now say it with me, longtime listeners, she didn't often, if ever, sign her pieces. So take a moment to think about this just from a logistical perspective. Can you imagine how small her signature or her initials would have had to be to be clearly seen in a miniature? So it's not a surprise in some ways, then, that her works weren't often signed. But Alas, it does pose a significant challenge for art historians. I've discussed art attribution briefly in previous episodes, both here in Breaking Barriers but also in Art Curious episodes, but I'm going to mention it here again because it does bear repeating. Attributing a work of art to a particular artist is not an exact science. Art experts can do as much research as possible, searching through archives for historical documentation, and compiling anything and everything to support their causes. But ultimately, sometimes a final determination of the maker of a work of art can be rather subjective, something that's based more on emotion or gut reaction as much as solid facts. Historians and scholars are often left making their very best educated guesses about artwork authenticity. So even though Tierlink was one of the most widely documented artists of the Tudor period, it is still hard to identify her works with 100% certainty. But we do have a few good guesses based on some similarities of style. Tierlink, who worked in a number of watercolors typically, liked to depict her sitter's upper bodies, not just their faces. So sometimes you would see their shoulders at the very least, and even their torsos on occasion. She also liked to recreate details as much as she could. Which is why some of her works provide quite the sense of intricacy of her subjects' wardrobes. Her portrait of Elizabeth I from around 1565 showcases the famed redhead with flowers in her pinned up hair, with golden brocade sleeves, with a velvet vest, and golden jewels embedded with dark gemstones. Placed in front of a traditional blue background, Elizabeth's visage just pops. It's no wonder that Tierlink received such praise because her works are eye-catching. And Elizabeth apparently loved her works too, as records note that she commissioned her portrait from Tearlink no less than eight times. There's more to this story coming up next, right after this quick break. Stay with me. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, know you're not alone and that there's a solution that you can trust to deliver results. Millions of Americans experience thinning hair, and it's more than common. It's normal, but it's not openly talked about, especially amongst women. So it's time to change the conversation and join the thousands of women who are standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. Each formula uses natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients in consistently effective doses so that you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth over six months. 3,000-plus top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. So you can have thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafall.com and entering the promo code ART to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code ART. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Don't you wish you had a guidebook to help you through the big moments of your life? Like how to deal with your anxieties for going off to college, starting a new job, or even committing into a new relationship. I mean, that would be pretty darn useful, right? Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when things aren't working for you, it's totally normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. Therapy for me has broad range of benefits. Not only has it helped me learn key ways to manage my issues, but it also has helped me to grow, to become more assured and more self-accepting. And whether you're dealing with something big like trauma or the stresses of daily life, I firmly believe that anyone and everyone can benefit from therapy. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com artcurious. That's better, hel slash artcurious. Welcome back to Art Curious. But it's not just guesswork that brings us to an attribution to Lavina Tierlink. Another possible avenue involves looking to both her successor and her predecessor for additional assistance. In other words, how were the works of Hans Holbein and Nicholas Hilliard different from Tierlink's items? Now, that is a good route, but one that might be even trickier, because some historians have further posited that some works by each of the male artists may have been wrongly attributed to them, and may have, in reality, been created by Tierlink. Tierlink died in her mid-60s on June 26, 1576, and thankfully, court records survive documenting many of the particular portraits and gifts that she made for the Tudor court in her decades of service. The not-so-great thing is that quite a few of them have not yet been identified, or at least they have not yet been located. And indeed, After not one, but two fires at the Royal Palace of Whitehall in Westminster, which was the main residence of the royal family through the late 17th century, it is entirely possible that many of Tierlink's works were destroyed. But you never know. With miniatures in particular, they're so small and so delicate, it wouldn't be shocking to see one just turn up in a private collection somewhere. So keep your eyes out and your fingers crossed because you never know when you might happen upon a tiny Tudor treasure by Lavina Tierlink. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen to Art Curious today. Thank you so much, and I sincerely loved sharing the amazing royal career of Lavina Tierlink with you today. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it would sure mean a lot to me as an independent creator if you would buy my course. Breaking Barriers, Women of Renaissance Europe. Register now at avid.fm slash jennifer, and you can get the entire 21-day course today, including a PDF with all the images I discuss and a recommended reading list. I will be back with you again in two weeks to share another story from Breaking Barriers. And in the meantime, thank you for supporting me while I take this little research break. You are awesome. Remember, to support me on Patreon at patreon.com artcurious, and also watch exclusive video content coming over at YouTube. So check us out there. The links for everything are in the show notes on your handy dandy podcast app, and you can also find them on our website. So stick with me and stay curious.